Granted, we've talked about many beautiful things about the family life. We're also pretty realistic too. We realize not not everyone's blessed with a good family life and a good family unit or structure. But that's not the end of of the good news. The good news is you are guaranteed a heavenly father. God loves you. No matter what you've done in the past, where has life dealt with you, he continues to love you, and that won't stop him from loving you. So you're guaranteed a heavenly father. And we are surrounded by all the uh, all the angels and saints, so you're never alone. You now have a heavenly family that looks out for you and cares for you. In fact, when Jesus was dying upon the cross, what was the last gift that he gives to us from the Gospel of John? He looked at his mother, Mary, and says, Woman, behold your son. A lot of commentaries have said that was a profound statement, that Christ is now bestowing his mother, his earthly mother, to all the universal church. So right there, you are now guaranteed a heavenly mother who will pray for you, who will fight for you, who will intercede for you. And now both of them, with God the Father, with, with, with Mary, and also St. Joseph, who is the universal father for, for the church, you now have, have a wonderful family looking out for you, and they're saying to you, come away from your past, come away from your hurts, come to us. Because God desires for you to be healed, to start a new chapter, to start a new covenant. That's why Jesus comes into the world, because God's creating a new covenant with you. And he says, I want to start a new covenant with you and your future family. You will be the new generations. right? That's why Mary and her Magnificat said, and all generations will call me blessed. right? So you're going to be part of this everlasting covenant. Father Brian? Right, and the other thing, um, and this takes a lot of trust and a lot of vulnerability, which um, which all of us in our brokenness, um, we don't know that God can heal. Um, we don't trust that He can heal. We can't, you know, and that helps us not be vulnerable uh, with Him in the first place. But if we can, if we can humble and if we can humble ourselves before the Lord and submit our subjective reality to God's reality, right? So... It's a process of saying my life is subjectively, in some sense, not true. Um, because truth himself, God, is truth. Which means whatever I have in my experience that is broken is a lie. So, or it's an opinion, which might as well be a lie. So, because God is truth... I can subjectly put my subjective life into his objective view of me. And through Jesus, we know what that is. We're worthy of love. Mm -hmm. We're worthy of being forgiven of our sins. We're worthy of living an entirely radically new life in him, uh, where his abundant grace can flow into the deepest, most broken part of my existence, which we all have on a subjective reality, no matter how minuscule it is, it's still massive to most of us, um, and just a place that we don't hand over easily uh, to the Lord to be healed, but the invitation of the gospel is for Jesus to walk in, the good news is for Jesus to come in to that brokenness, and to have the resurrection happen there. Um, it's beautiful that that's Mary Magdalene's viewpoint, right? She had seven demons cast Correct. out of her. She's the first one to see the risen Lord. Well, mm -hmm. awesome. Her brokenness, 
she knew she needed Jesus. She was able to accept that. And in doing that, Jesus was able to come to her to heal her. And then she was gifted with being the first one to see the resurrected Lord. So there's a real sense of all of our brokenness, no matter how perfect even our family upbringing would have been. We all had the wound. Uh, we yes. all had something. In seminary, we would call it a father wound um, or a family wound or a mother yep, wound or whatever, um, core wound. So all of us have it um, in our experience, but it's to understand what it is and to say, that's not what God intended. Um, God intended for me to know his love and to receive his love and to give his love. That's what he intended. And anything else that wasn't that is the fault of our brokenness. Amen. Um, it's my, you know, it's our sinfulness that made that happen. It's our free will being broken, being wounded, and taking out that woundedness and brokenness on those around me, um, which leads other wounds and continually does that. And that's the beautiful part about Jesus' own passion, right? He's led to the lamb. He's led to the slaughter like a lamb. He didn't speak. He just took it all on. He took all of sin, forsakenness on. Like, he didn't push it off on anyone. He just said, yeah, I'm going to take all of broken humanity to myself. Correct. To myself. I am not going to lash out. I'm not going to say this is unjust. I'm not going to say, woe is me. I'm just going to take it on myself. Um, and Jesus did that so that we could have life. And he took it all the way to the cross, which means he killed sin and death. And so it it can happen. Jesus did it then. He does it now. Um, he continually does this. This is his entire mission. God's entire mission, rescue mission, is for this to take place in each one of us, in each one of our hearts, in each one of our experiences of life. And this is the coolest part, all the way into eternity. Yep. Um, which is which is a really awesome thing to think about. Like eternity is going to be sheer love, sheer happiness, sheer peace, sheer calm. Mm -hmm. uh, so whatever I experience here is not even even anywhere adequate to what the Lord has in store for us. So even the greatest moments, um, but just that real sense that whatever the brokenness is in all of us. Uh, in all any of our families, no matter how minuscule or how massive, uh, it does not outweigh at all God's love for us and pursuit of us and uh, his ability to heal us. Um, and that Amen. takes trust and a journey and a walk and a process. But through prayer, the sacraments, um, through giving it over to Jesus, through letting him love those parts that we don't even like about ourselves, um, we come to the process of healing and the freedom and the love and the peace and the calm. All those things start being a part of our life because of Jesus. So, so don't lose hope. <clears throat> Continue to bring all these wounds to the Lord Jesus and trust in his heart and his mercy will overflow up to you. So continue to trust in that. But thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We know these are difficult topics to often address, to think about, even to hear for the very first time. But know, know that we are doing this out of love. 
because we want to spread the good news, the gospel, that Jesus come to die for our sins, to save us, and to bring us everlasting life with him for all of eternity. That's the guarantee. That's the everlasting covenant that he wants with you and your family and your future family. So may God bless you all. Thank you for tuning us uh, into us for our podcast, The Practical Rambling Fathers. God bless. Peace out.